Welcome to Lake Rising. I'm Rocky DeStefano, and we are here to help you live, work, and play in Lake County. And I'm Evo and Sue, and we're here to be a positive voice in Lake County and to build a better community. And I'm Ryan Mazzell, and we're providing a voice for anyone here in our Lake County community. Hey everyone, I'm Sean Parks. We'll explore the built and natural environments that make Lake County and our region a special place on this planet. And we are coming to you from the underground broadcast studio bunker. The great things that are happening in Lake County, Florida are not anomalies. This county, this region, our communities on the rise. On the rise. Well, we are very fortunate today to have our supervisor of elections in Lake County, Alan Hayes. How are you, Sean? Doing great. Doing great. Um, I would like to just go ahead and why don't we just get started by you giving us uh, an update since this is March and we're in the middle of primary season. Can you please give us an update from your office? Uh, whatever you want to tell us, you know, maybe, you know, how many people have voted, what you're doing. And maybe, you know, at some point during this uh, podcast, we would like to ask you some questions about what you've kind of done differently in Lake County. Um, and I know you've made some great improvements, by the way, but then we'll get into that and, and we want to know about you. But first, we want to get into what is kind of the immediate, um, what's going on immediately with uh, with voting in Lake County? Well, it, right now, as you said, we're in early voting. We began um, a week ago today, as a matter of fact. Today is our eighth day. We've had 13,035 voters as of this very moment, which is about to close. No, excuse me, it closed a half hour ago. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at the wrong clocks over there on yeah, the wall. He like hasn't changed them yeah. forward yet. <laughs> they like saving time. But anyhow, uh, today we had 1,609 that came out and took advantage of the early voting opportunity. We've had probably 12,000 or more. Uh, yeah, matter of fact, I'm sure we've had over 12,000 taking advantage of the vote-by-mail opportunities as well. So there's uh, well over 25,000 voters that have already voted here in Lake County. How many people do you think will end up voting by the time this primary happens? Do you, I you have guess? no idea, my friend. It is, uh, it's just, uh, you know, every election is, it's just like children. They're all unique yeah. and you yeah. dare not uh, say, oh, because of this, that's going to happen because it'll bite you and, and surprise you too. So you maybe like a percentage you wouldn't even, could you give us a range of percentage of what you think might be the I turnout? would expect, uh, well, Sean, I really, I, you know, this is my third year mm-hmm. uh, in the office, and I just candidly don't have the experience to be able to look in that crystal ball with any degree of reliability. Sure. Um, your guess literally would be as good as mine. <laughs> how, how, do we have any idea how many registered voters total oh, yes. in our county? And we have 246,000 registered wow. voters in Lake County. Wow. Yeah. Now, wow. in comparison, so we've got around 246,000, like you said, in comparison to, uh, I'd say, like, other counties do you feel like lake county has usually has a better turnout for some of these elections just off of your gut yes yes and i i attribute that to the greater percentage we have of more senior voters yeah our um above 50 group tend to uh, have a higher turnout ratio than the below 50 group Mm. and we have you know three of course the villages kings ridge and summit greens just around here so that definitely uh skews toward uh, senior citizens yeah well alan i know that you you are really passionate about um, process and people participating in their government and local government and you know you have some experience obviously serving lake county as a representative and then as a senator but 
Um, I just really appreciate how, again, how passionate you've been about people being involved. Do you think, I mean, what, what had changes have you made in the process? I, I know what some of them are, but maybe our listeners don't know that is encouraging people to participate. Maybe it's your veterans program. Uh, what, I mean, Tell us, what, what are you doing? We've, we've done quite a few things. Number one, we started a newsletter that we publish uh, usually every month. Uh, we do skip a month here and there. I try not to, to just get it out there unless we have some real content to put in it. We have done a whole lot of outreach uh, to various um, events throughout the county, uh, literally from north to south and east to west. Uh, our goal is to, to heighten the awareness of the elections process for everybody. Don't just wait until, um, you know, it's six weeks before the election, and then all of a sudden run around trying to get people interested in it. Let's get out there while they still have time to think about, you know, I'm going to update my address. I'm going to update my signature. Uh, yes, I want to make sure that I have, have applied for my vote by mail ballot because I'm going to be out of town. These types of things. We go into the high schools, which uh, the statutes have always required we go into the high schools once a year. So that's not anything new that we register the 18-year-olds and we pre-register the 16- and 17-year-olds. From an overall standpoint, those are some of the things. You mentioned the Veterans Wall of Honor. We use that tremendously in the schools to explain to the young people because of the sacrifices of these men and women and their families that served in our military branches, we're now able to choose our own government leaders. And the Wall of Honor is readily accessible on our website. Um, People who have served in the military, we encourage them. If they're not already on that wall, please look at our website, which is lakevotes.com. And click down the left side, you'll see Wall of Honor. And uh, fill out the application, scan in a photo of you, preferably one in your uniform, and let us know what branch you're in, when you were served, any special medals, things like that. And then we have that on a continuous loop playing in our office Mm. uh, on a 55-inch TV screen. When the people first come in the front door, they can't help but see that. Mm. And we have a, a large banner that we take and put up at the tents with our uh, different events that we do in the community so that people see that wall of honor. And then, of course, the wall itself is on the website. When you go to that website, lakevotes.com, they can just scroll down through it and they can see each and every person that's on there then as well. I love that. That's honestly, it's great, Um, especially for me, like somebody who actually grew up in Lake County in the school system at East Ridge. Growing up, I really didn't remember as much the importance of voting and actually don't remember people might've come out to talk to us, but it definitely wasn't as stressed as it is now. And I notice your, um, Alan, your, your office's presence basically everywhere. I'm yeah. always seeing you guys on Facebook. Your, your, your social media game is, is great yes. coming from a millennial. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's definitely present and, and I'm definitely very thankful for that. And I know, Uh, People my age and the younger generation is grateful as well. A lot of people here, you know, supervisor of elections, but they really don't know what it is. Oh, they don't. And matter of fact, I had a couple come by today that were early voting. And one of our early voting sites is in the the western end of our building. And they said, hey, is Alan here? And of course, the answer was yes, I'm there. And while I wasn't in the early voting site, I was in my office working and they came by. Well, I gave them the 50 cent tour of the whole building and they were absolutely <laughs> amazed. They said, wow, I had no idea. And, and that's been the, the frequent, uh, uh, refrain, if you will, from people who 
literally have no idea what it's all about. The literally tens of thousands of pieces of merchandise and equipment and things that we must have uh, present so that we can supply all of our polling places appropriately, um, not just with the instruments, but with the paper, with the pencils, with the pens, with yep. the, all the other things, uh, the seals, all of our seals that we, uh, that we transport our ballots, they're under uh, labeled seals that have uh, barcode n- numbers on them and everything, and the inventory sheets, we can track that piece of paper from the time it comes in the door until the time two years later after the election it goes into the shredder. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, uh, by the way, uh, your poll worker is at, uh, I, I believe it's polling station number 98, Cooper Memorial Library. Yes, sir. They're amazing. Yeah, They're they great. are. Yeah. They are great. Yep. <laughs> and I got great. an email today from somebody that was bragging on the uh, Arts and Recreation Center team down yep. there. Yep, they're um, great. It is just, it. it is my pleasure, my pure pleasure to be able to, to lead such a group of fine people. I, I tell them, the, all the election workers, I said, listen, we have only 18 of us that work full-time in the office. There mm-hmm. is no way that we could appropriately conduct an election with yep. just us. And we are so dependent on them and their dedication to excellence, their dedication to being there reliably on time to set the polling places up, their attention to detail to every person making sure that all the T's are crossed perpendicularly, not at a, <laughs> all the dots are appropriately placed over the I's. Um, and there's just no substitute for that dedication to excellence. And we've got a, two excellent trainers that train those. And it's another thing people rarely understand that each of those workers has to be trained before each individual election. Mm. It would be nice in a way if we could train them in February and say, now you're good for the year. But no, we have completed our training for this uh, PPP coming up on Tuesday, and then we'll train again before the August primary, and we'll train again before the November election. Mm, That's awesome. So when you're full throttle, how many people total would be part of your team when you're in the middle of a primary or an election? I would say um, probably 900 to 950. Whoa. Wow. That's a... Oh yeah, pretty big team. <laughs> it is indeed. <laughs> it is indeed, and I I have the the privilege of being the head coach of a championship yeah. team. Yeah. And and I tell them, and and you know, if if you want to consider this bragging, it is, but it's factual, and I can back it up. There is not a finer elections office anywhere in the state of Florida. There are many of them that are just as good as ours, I'm sure, but I I can promise you, there's not a finer group of people anywhere in this state that's dedicated to the excellence that, and look at the results Mm -hmm. that when we had those three statewide uh, recounts in 2018, every single total, the first time matched the total on the second time. Yeah. The community support that we were showered with in that exercise was absolutely joyful. The people that we not once did somebody say, no, I can't come and help you. And they all came, they all, um, were dedicated to accuracy and excellence, and it was just absolutely wonderful. Yeah, and you definitely can't say that for every county because I know some counties they were <laughs> we were waiting seemed like a couple days to kind of get the official results. South Florida, and, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I didn't say South Florida, but I <laughs> but I definitely meant you South Florida. To. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I to that very point, um, I point out to the folks that in 2017 in January that year, I took office. And the 2016 presidential election, the precinct 
uh, toll books that were used here in Lake County was the same technology that was used in 1900. Mm. It wow. was a, it was a wow. paper, it was a paper book and you came in and gave your identification to the election worker. They thumbed down through those pages and you signed the paper and then they gave you a ballot. Well, in 2017, you walked in and handed your driver's license to the election worker. They swiped it through the electronic poll book and bingo, they printed your ballot there if it was an early voting site. Now, if it was election day, we used the pre-printed ballots. Mm. But on, we also found out that that 34% of the ballots that were pre-printed in 2016 were never used because for the early voting sites, you have to have ballots in all your sites for every precinct in the county. Mm. And you have no idea how many people from Astor are going to be voting in Claremont how many people in Claremont are going to vote in Lady Lake? Mm. And so you have a, a built-in uh, waste, I call it. But we scouted around. I visited 10 other county offices, and we I say we hijacked good ideas. <laughs> that's, hey, that's, that's I've said even it. in my dental practice there in Umatilla, I would much rather copy genius than try to invent mediocrity. That's a good one. Yep. And, you know, the, the supervisors of this count, of this whole state – are so collaborative and we work together we share ideas we have no no attention whatsoever to partisan politics in our association we i don't literally i don't even know don't care what party somebody's affiliated with if they're a voter in florida my obligation is to serve them the very best of my ability well and that must be in some ways nice or refreshing it compared is. to some of your other offices where there there were more party politics for sure yeah uh, this is kind of a, okay, my job is to get everybody who wants to vote to vote. That's right. Yeah. We try to encourage every eligible voter to make sure their registration is up to date and then make sure that they take the time to inform themselves about the candidates yeah. and the issues and then come to vote in the primaries as well as the general election. Well, Sean just normally gives me a cheat sheet and says, here's... here's <laughs> yes, uh, that, it works for me. You know, I mean, most of the time. <laughs> hey, it, along those lines, um, have you ever had somebody say to you, maybe it is a high school student or somebody that's in college, hey, you know, I'm just not interested in this. I mean, maybe in their own words, say something like, this doesn't matter. I mean, one vote, you know, I don't really think that the system works. I mean, how... Have you had that, and what's your response? Well, we have that frequently, and the best way I have found to respond is the old feel, felt, and found. Mm -hmm. You know, I know how you feel. I used to feel, I felt that way myself, and then I found out something else. Mm. And I can point to the the closeness of those three elections in 2018. I can point to the Tavares city election in November of 2019, mm -hmm. where three votes three separated votes. the winner. Um, yeah. every single vote counts. And that's why our responsibility, when I say our, I'm talking about me and I, the entire elections team, our responsibility is to make sure that we are as unfailingly accurate as we can possibly be because every single vote must be counted accurately, not just counted. Well, you know, it, it, it is interesting because, you know, it, you have to get it right. You only have one shot. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I, I find in me serving at, at the county commission, you know, sometimes we, well, I'll say sometimes we make mistakes and we might, we might have an opportunity to, to rectify and change that and make it better, but you only have one shot. So you have to get it right. It's your, it's your big time. 
Right. And so that's a lot of pressure, I bet. For, for the golfers in the, in the audience, we have no mulligans. You have no mulligans. <laughs> and, and, and just uh, regarding that fact, I, I do want to, for most, some of the listeners might be aware of what happened recently. Um, and Mr. Hayes, you know as well. But when you're, uh, how can I kind of uh, word this? We, you had a recent incident. Um, we had a person from Lake County who was found to be essentially committing fraud and your office caught them and you guys put a prompt stop to it. So, so definitely, you know, you can tell that your office is working extremely hard and is able to, you know, pinpoint the discrepancies in, in, in certain, um, in certain registrations or, or certain aspects of the job. So, you know, we, we applaud you for being vigilant. Well, thank yeah. you. And, and to that point, you know, I, I've said, and, and I'm... And I'm, if you want, you can kind of explain kind of what, what, well, what happened I, to say that. What I was curious, how were they attempting to do that? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we discovered that there was something going on when we had three people in one day call and say, why did I get this form from you, this new voter information card, telling me that you had switched my party from Democrat to Republican? Mm. And we looked into their record, and we said, right here we have uh, in our computer file, an image of this document that was scanned into the system uh, with a signature on it and your name and said, you know, you're now a Democrat. So we send that. That's just the way the system works, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, they denied having ever filled out the form. We invited them to come down, showed them the form. We, we print out the hard copy of the form. And, and long story short, um, those three people filled out the complaint form for us to send to Tallahassee. Mm. And then we had other people were calling and said, why did I get this letter from you telling me that you had sent, uh, that I had sent you a, a form that had unverifiable information on it. And I haven't filled out any form except I did fill out a candidate petition form for, um, commissioner Sullivan or commissioner Breeden or mm -hmm. for Mr. Baker, Mr. George, any of the the candidates that are running, right. you know, mm -hmm. right. myself included. And um, so long story short, we went ahead, did some more investigation, and we saw the similarities in Henry. But most importantly, on the back of these forms was the identifying number of the third-party registration organization mm. that had submitted the forms. We then called them, and they helped us identify which of their workers had submitted those forms. Wow. We then called the state attorney's office, and he, they sent a, an investigator by um, who then called the sheriff's department and bingo. They were there the very next day. Wow. And we did the investigation. In the meantime, my team was receiving more calls from yeah. more people. And then the, the company, we've had excellent cooperation from this company called Florida First Incorporated. They sent us a list of 547 forms that had been submitted by wow. this person. It's crazy. Um, to them. Now, we, we have not had time to investigate to see whether those all of them were incorrectly done or not. Mm -hmm. But we will get to that point after the election. But right now, we're having to focus on this primary election. So what's the penalty for somebody? Uh, Printing, printed right there on the form says that submitting false information on this form is a third-degree felony punishable by five years and or $5,000 fine. And now that's – is that – Per, per occurrence? Yes, that sir. That's Ooh. per form. Wow. Yeah, there, there could be 119 of them. Wow. There could be 547 of them. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Wow. But <laughs> we, we don't time. know. I mean, it's 
it, it appears it appears to be an isolated incident. That's the real good news. Mm-hmm. Um, the the extent of the damage we're not sure yet. The the real good thing, and, and this was one of the the big takeaway that I wanted the people of Lake County to know. Number one, we're aware of this. Number two, we think the number of switches of parties is going to be minimal. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones that would really have an impact on election day. When you go to vote in a primary election expecting to get a, a Democrat ballot and you're handed a Republican ballot instead, you know something is amiss. Mm-hmm. And so if that happens to you, whether it be early voting or on election day, we want the voters to know we're expecting some of those incidents to occur. We have in place a, a very well fined uh, process for handling it. You will be given a Democratic uh, ballot. You will be able to vote it. It will go into a pink envelope, mm-hmm. which will then come back to the canvassing board, and the canvassing board will make the final adjudication on whether oh. to accept that ballot or not. Okay. Okay. Wow. Now, can you tell us um, maybe – Switching gears just a little bit, but can you tell us, so you again, you served as our representative, and then you served as our senator, mm-hmm. and obviously now as our supervisor of elections. What, I mean, well, I mean, there's a big difference, to, totally different branches, branches of government, but what, what do you find, I, I want to, maybe I want to ask you what was, which is more rewarding, um, and I think I might know what you're going to say, but, but what, 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 how was the transition, maybe, let's start there, between the two. Sean, let me, if I may, go back a little further. As a kid growing up, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize what was happening at the time. But I had a mother and a father that modeled service for me. And as I said, I wasn't really aware of it as service at the time. But my dad worked for Florida Power over here in Winter Garden. We moved to Winter Garden in 1957. And he was a trouble man. And every time your lights went out, it made no difference whether it was 2 p.m. or 2 a.m. If your lights were out, you called Dixon Hayes and he would be on the road to come put your lights on. And, mm. and, and he took me with him most of the time and I loved it. And, and he and my mother served the people in that community and mother's still living, still serving and doing great over there. Um, and it's only in these, uh, years that I've looked back on it and say, you know, service is not a new thing to me. And when I sold my dental practice in 2003, I thought I was going to go into semi-retirement. And instead, some friends asked me to run for the House of Representatives. I said, you guys are crazy. I said, I'm very opinionated. I'm quite blunt. I'm politically incorrect. I'm not going to change. And they said, that's why we want you to run. Exactly. Well, I I tell folks all the time that the fact that I was elected just proves that God has a sense of humor. (laughs) And so I I approached that job just like I do everything else, just like my dad taught me. Son, if you're going to do anything, make sure you do it right the first time. And if you're not going to give it your best effort, don't even bother to start. And, and then make sure when you complete your task, you can back off and let anybody look at it. And you can look them in the eye and say, yes, sir, that was the best I could do. So I, I dove into the House of Representatives and, and served there for six years. The last two years, chaired an appropriations subcommittee, then moved over to the Senate, served six years there. And the entire six years there, chaired a, an appropriations subcommittee, budget about $6 billion um, and, and handled probably 18 or 20 different state agencies, budgets and that sort of thing. And then this opportunity came to, to continue that service. 
in as a supervisor of elections and the voters of the county were gracious enough to allow me to, to do it. And like I said before, I'm, they made me the head coach of a championship team. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm just loving it. Well, you are doing, you are doing an awesome job and thank you. Um, I'm over here taking down notes for the future. Just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's, that's heartening and it's, it's very encouraging because we're going to have to have the younger generation come on and, and, and that generation needs to appreciate the gift that our fathers and mothers gave us that greatest generation mm-hmm. that made the sacrifices to win world war two. And, and then your generation needs to show your appreciation for that honoring their sacrifice by continuing mm-hmm. to hold true to the founding principles of this country. And, and it's my obligation, our generation to make sure that you guys are equipped. Mm-hmm. We need to set you up for success. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Right. Now, do you have, we, we ask this question a lot um, of our distinguished guest. Oh, you, now I'm distinguished. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Very distinguished. Do you have a favorite place in Lake County, a favorite, maybe a favorite restaurant, uh, maybe a few things that you like to do? Um, you know, share with us because that's kind of what we, what we do on the show is we talk about all, a lot of good things that happen in our county. Do you have any ideas? Uh, yes, and, and it's interesting because just last evening a couple were sitting in my office and looked over on the wall and saw a, a, a narrative that my, one of my granddaughters had filled out when she was in, I think, the second grade. And she said, my favorite thing to do is to go to the park and ride my bicycle with Papa. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Um, That's priceless. That, it is priceless, absolutely. You being the father of, of small, well, not so small children. Now, well, yeah, but, they're uh, getting older, but yeah. yeah. But, uh, it, it's, yeah, there's just no substitute for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoy the, the outdoors that we have here in Lake County, the beauty of the lakes, the opportunity to to go to parks like that mm-hmm. and, and to enjoy those times. Um, um, I, I guess I should be embarrassed. I live on a lake and I don't even own a boat. <laughs> That's okay. That's <laughs> all right. You're probably smarter than most people yeah, on yeah, the lake. Exactly. Yeah. We do have a boat house. We did have a boat. We did have jet skis, all that. The teenagers, you know, uh, go through those. And, yes. uh, and like it's nothing. So, but it's, uh, it's wonderful to, to be able to, to sit there and, and just, enjoy the calming effect of, of that water rippling or, or mirrors, mirror smooth either way, you know, um, which, which, uh, what a city do you reside in? And I live in, Uma, well, I live just on the outskirts of Umatilla. Umatilla. Yeah. And so now what about restaurants? Is there a restaurant that you like to frequent a, a favorite favorite place you've oh, had chick-fil-a of well i mean <laughs> yes you have to say chick-fil-a but other than chick-fil-a <laughs> um, now we um we enjoy a variety of foods um seafood of course uh, we, we're really partial to that i'll tell you a, a place that is really unique i really enjoy is tony's chowder house in downtown mount door on really Donald street oh, really that, now let me tell you guys, if you like clam chowder, that is the place to go. Huh? All right. They won the Newport, Rhode Island chowder contest three consecutive years. 
Wow. 2009, 10, and 11, I believe, were the years. But I wow. know for three consecutive wow. years. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it is absolutely world-class clam chowder. We'll have to make uh, Ryan take us there uh, one day for, that, for lunch or something. That could be good, absolutely. Ryan, Ryan lives in Mount Dora. He's uh, silent today, but... <laughs> have, have you not He's been here. to Tony's yet, Ryan? You know what? I have not. Wow. Oh, I haven't tried it yet, but it, it's relatively new, isn't it? About uh, well, uh, it's, no, it, uh, yeah, it is. You're right. Yeah, February, well, I think, was their first anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. not had a chance to, but now after this recommendation, I will absolutely <laughs> be there. He, he's partial to 1921. Big fan. Oh, Big I love fan. it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Good restaurant. Yeah, that's good. Absolutely. Sure mm. is. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, All right. We, we came to Umatilla years ago. There was a. Another restaurant right there on the corner of Donnelly and Fifth Avenue, and I don't recall the name of it now, but it went out of uh, out of business, uh, but only because the owner got tired and wanted to retire. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, but it was it was wonderful. But now we uh, we enjoy the the outdoors the, and everything like that. So uh, I've been told by Larry that I'm going to conduct a game tonight, <laughs> and it's a game between you three. So Alan gets what? to play, and I fully expect Wait. him him to win. You don't get. You don't, you're not playing. You're not playing well, today. I, we're, well, I so, guess he's doing. So that. Larry and I decided we're keeping the cards as far away from Sean as possible. <laughs> they always think that, that there's I no cheat. Cheating. Sean likes to cheat. I was yeah. going to say, but 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 going into it, saying Alan's supposed to win, that sounds like a rigged deal to me. We don't like <laughs> no, rigged things no, in my a, game. That's election <laughs> rigging. You just seem a lot wiser than these two. But, okay, so so here's what it is. I'm going to ask you guys a question, and I'm going to give you four multiple choice, and you get to choose which one you think is the right answer. And I'll kind of point and tell who's going first, okay? All so right. I'm going to let you go first on the first one, Alan. But the question is, which country was not originally in the EU? Is it the UK, Belgium, Belgium? The Netherlands or Italy? I don't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> it would be nothing but a wild guess. <laughs> take take one because I think you're going to beat these guys anyways. I don't know if they have. So it's um, the, the let's UK. go with Belgium then. Okay. So I I actually do. I'm 99 percent sure of this question. Uh, I believe it's the UK. Okay, and Sean. Um, I'm tempted. To, I'm tempted to go with UK, but something tells me Italy. Okay. All right, so Abbo, you win that one. That's a, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They weren't originally part of it. So, and, so and they were the first the to get out, too. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. for them. Okay, here's the second question. This one I found really interesting. What was the first magazine to sell one billion copies in a single year? That seems... What are the choices? Okay, Time Magazine, Life... Reader's Digest, or the TV Guide? Oh, okay. Mm, I think I know this. Sean, you want to go first? Okay, I'm going to go with TV Guide. Okay. Evo? Uh, I'm going to go with Life. Alan? I'd go with TV Guide also. All right. Alan and Sean, you guys got it right. Yes. Oh, see? okay. So it's, okay. A, it's a tie because <laughs> not only do I not allow... Sean to cheat. I also actually keep score. They always <laughs> so. no, no, let me tell you, Alan. They always do this little gig here where they think that I cheat. It's because I'm always beating them. Be cheating. No, oh, he's, he's, well, he's just cheating. looking over our shoulders. <laughs> All right. Uh, in the, so there's two more questions here. In what state does Route 66 end? Utah, Washington, California, or New York? 
Mm. And I think, Ebo, it's your turn to go first. You said New York, California, Washington, and, and Utah. And Utah? Oh, uh, let's go with Utah. Okay. California. California? California. Ebo, it's not looking good man. for you, bud. <laughs> Started hot and flaming out, man. All right, man. so. Well, let me encourage you to read The Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> okay. Yes, yeah. Okay. I, I'm aware of that one. I haven't read it before. but I Okay, so we have book. one more, and then if there's a tie, we'll have one more to this. But <laughs> what state has the longest official name? The longest official name. Is it Mississippi, California, Massachusetts, or Rhode Island? And I think, Alan, it's back to you. I'm watching Ebo's fingers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So it's, it's the math. longest official name. Official name. The official name. Mississippi, California, Massachusetts, or Rhode Island? Oh, like okay. I'll go with Massachusetts. Okay, Massachusetts. For a reason that I'll reveal later, perhaps. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do the sneaky thing, and I'm just going to piggyback off of Alan and say Massachusetts. Okay. All right, I'm going to go for some separation here and say Rhode Island. Okay, so the answer is Rhode Island. What? Yeah. Well, so much for my so, confidence. <laughs> now, this is why we think that Sean cheats. This is why they think I cheat. Yeah. So, what, is, what, is, what is the official name? The official name is the state of Rhode Island yeah. and Providence Plantation. Yep. Wow. Oh, well, who ever heard of that? <laughs> I'm right? old, but I'm not that old. <laughs> so, I thought it was so, going to be the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Yes. No, no, you're right. That's the second. Oh. Okay. So, so he... Yeah, but you were just guessing. Yeah, you were, was, you were just piggybacking. <laughs> so, who's buying me a cup of that clam chowder from Tony's? Uh, I think Ivy is. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, on her. All right. Mm. So tonight, uh, Larry, we have Sean as as the winner. Yeah. And it's verifiable. It's been certified. Yeah. It's been Clean certified. There. Yes. <laughs> certified by Alan. Yes. Mm. You've right. won a round of Sean's story time. Oh, we have a gift. Yes, we do. Oh, wow. Wow. Wow, from Lake Ridge. From Lake Ridge. Yes. Oh, we have a bottle of wine Thank from you. Lake. Wow. Do we have a Lake Rising mug? No, we do not. We'll have some other ones later. We're supposed to. <laughs> and for the listeners uh, on, of Lake Rising right now, um, we really appreciate Alan coming in on his birthday to oh. do this. Oh, good. So gracious, we're not going to yeah. sing you happy birthday. We're not going to ask really? you how old you are, no, but we know you're still young. Today. Well, it reminds me of the little boy who said to his grandmother, Granny, how old are you? She says, well, Billy, I'm 39 and holding. Well, yes, ma'am, but how old would you be if you let go? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. i got to remember that one. That's a good one, yeah. Well, we, we do thank you for coming tonight. Thank I've you. enjoyed awesome. it. Absolutely. It's great. Discover the art of winemaking at Lake Ridge Winery. We specialize in the production of unique premium wines, which have won over 750 awards for winemaking excellence. Join us for a complimentary winery tour and sample our wines. Then browse through our unique wine shop for a section of gourmet foods and gifts for the wine enthusiast in your family. We invite you to visit our website and learn more about our wine and music festivals. Our wines are also available in your local supermarket or wine shop. Lake Ridge Winery, dedicated to your good taste. We want to thank uh, our supervisor of election, Alan Hayes, for joining us tonight. Sean, thanks for bringing him to our show. Hey, only the best for Lake Rising. Thank you, Alan. <laughs> and uh, Sean did win the contest. Let me uh, point that out I think again. It was Who, won it? Who won it? 
Was well, it? You, you won, but I did notice that you were bringing your chair much closer to me than normal. Oh, here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel? Is, did you learn that at uh, FAU? Is that where you're going to school at FAU? <laughs> FAU. I'm sorry. I am not an F-I- FAU. Oh, FIT. I'm FIT sorry. graduate. Oh, FIT, I'm yes. sorry. Our mascot, though, is not the poison nut. Yes. Like you, no. That you, you know, I know. What's, who is that? The Ohio State? Yes. It's thank you for using the. What is your mascot? Are, we are the we are the Panthers, uh, the mighty that's original. Panthers. That's original. Although although uh, I am a Florida State fan though, yeah. because that's oh, where I grew up. Oh, and here comes the voice of Ryan Mazzell, who's coming right here at the end. He's alive. I'm alive, man. I where, showed where up. Hey, listen, Sean got a note from the head coach of FSU, and I could tell he was tearing up a little bit. I was, <laughs> I was very proud of that note. Yeah, you got a little yes. emotional, didn't well, you? I, yeah. You know, I thought it was pretty cool. Who writes it? Who writes back like that? It was somebody cool. is trying oh, to uh, recreate yeah. a dynasty. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the reason why I actually came on here briefly is because I wanted to plug two things. One, University of Florida, go Gators. Oh, uh, and show. secondly, I also wanted to plug the website. So get out there and check out LakeRising.com. Again, LakeRising.com. Check it out got a lot of great reviews places to go and neat interviews so that's it for me thanks ryan